I just yawned. She was mid-yawn when I started it. Yeah. I have Maggie and that's Emma. It is. And you're listening to... Forensic Archives. Good job. I like to say Forensics Archive, but it's not that. <laughs> it's Forensic Archives. Yeah. So in case any of you 11 people were wondering. <laughs> Forensics Archives. Dang it. <laughs> See what I mean? No, I know. You said it a lot. It's okay. Anyways, this, what are we talking about? The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. Richard Ramirez. <laughs> kind of looks like Michael Jackson. Yes, after Michael Jackson decided to become white and like look like a female monkey. Okay. No, literally. Dude was not pretty. You're telling me that's not pretty. I'm Richard. talking about Michael Jackson. I don't know who you're talking about. The Night Stalker? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Give me. I'll just start. Yeah, you might want to start else. I'm going to keep rambling. Okay. So, the murders began... Like, the first one was on June 27th, 1984 in Los Angeles. And, half, like, the last one was... August 24th, 1985, so. From a year, like, from an early age, Richard Ramirez's cousin, Mike, shared gruesome images of rape and human torture with him. So then, Ramirez became fascinated with the brutality, and the two spent a lot of time together doing drugs and talking about war. And he was very young. He was younger than 18. Like, our age. Like, well, you're 18. Yeah, I'm 18. Younger than you. (laughs) So one day, Mike... The cousin, his wife, began to complain, and Mike's reaction was to kill her by shooting her in the face. Oh! In fr- oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap! Complains that the chicken's cold. Okay, shoots her in the face. In front of Ramirez. <laughs> Wait, who's Ramirez? The Night Stalker? Oh, the Night Stalker didn't do that? No, it was his cousin. Oh my god, his cousin's insane. <laughs> yeah. So. He was sentenced to seven years for the murder. Is his cousin's name the Day Stalker? <laughs> that would be funny. Well, no. Oh. So by 18, <laughs> Richard was a heavy drug user and a chronic candy eater, which resulted in candy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chronic candy eater. <laughs> <laughs> so he had really bad tooth decay and extreme halitosis. I'm, cr- I'm a chronic carb eater. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. I laughed. What more it's do you funny because never mind. It's funny because it's, it's funny because I'm <laughs> Okay. He also became a <laughs> satanic person. Satanic? Okay. <laughs> he was arrested on numerous drug and theft charges and decided to move to Southern California. Okay. <laughs> there he went from a simple de- theft to burgl- burglarizing homes. He became very proficient at it, and even eventually started to stick around the homes of his victims. Ew! Like those weird stories that you see, yeah, like, where like, people are, like, in living attic, in the attic. Yeah, yeah and they, like, yeah. crawl down into the kitchen to grab food, like That's little so rats, creepy. and then crawl back up. Little attic rat. <laughs> <laughs> My sister won't go in the attic because she's scared there's someone in there. I've been in your attic to get your de- decorations down. I can't wait to do that. <laughs> Is everybody else excited for Christmas? Because good lord, I could spit. I'm so excited for Christmas. <laughs> I was 
anything over Thanksgiving and Halloween. I don't care. Just Christmas. Love it. So fun. <laughs> Are we gonna keep going? Back to the murderer. Okay. <laughs> On June... <Back> to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. On June 28th, 1984... Um, his casual burglaries turn into, like, Ramirez entering through an open window of Jenny Winkow. Mm, I shipped him. No! I does he kill her? I bet he kills her. Um, so, after getting upset about not finding anything of value to steal, he began to stab the sleeping woman, even slitting her throat. Oh my- So, yeah, he killed her. Dang! Yeah. I don't ship them anymore. And then after the act of killing, he, um, raped the corpse (laughs) before leaving. You're kidding. No. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. It's terrible. It's bad. I was going to say something, but that would also be terrible. (laughs) And this is for school. (laughs) It is for school, you're right. (laughs) After the act of killing... He did that, and then around eight months passed, and he missed the feeling he got after killing. He missed the f- it's like a high. Oh my gosh, like a runner's high? Dude, yeah. just go running. Mm-hmm. Wish it was that simple. <laughs> this Actually, began- I get it, I don't like running either. <laughs> <laughs> this began his murdering spree. After murdering and raping um, a dozen others, over a dozen really, and torturing. On August 24th, 1985, he broke into the home of Bill Carnes and his fiance. Uh-oh, that's a mistake. Yeah. I know, because you said that that was the date of his last murder. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> See what so, I did yeah. there? I cut on. Yeah. Ramirez shot Carnes in the head and raped Erickson, which is his fiance. He oh performed and forced her to perform unspeakable acts. Then he tied her and left. Erickson struggled to the window and saw the car Ramirez was driving. Then a local teen wrote down the license plate of that car after it was suspiciously cruising the neighborhood. But here's the thing. If a car drives past me like eight times, I don't really think about it. I don't think I paid enough attention to like... I've wh- paid attention to cars driving past me okay, slowly. Well, I'm just ha- like, uh, But have you, you written me? down their license plate? Like, that was just a good coincidence. No, I wouldn't write it down. I would more like take a picture. Okay, well, this is also 1980. The information from Erickson and the teen allowed the police to locate the car, the abandoned car, and get fingerprints. And then a, a match was made of the prints and identified the Night Stalker became known. And it was Richard Ramirez. So, on August 30th, 1985, the arrest warrant for Richard Ramirez was out and a picture was released to the public. Hey! So... You better die, Richard! Well, well not die, but mm, get got! No, yeah... <laughs> So, the legal outcome was that in early 1989, his trial began, and then in September, he was convicted of the 13 murders and other crimes, like, you know, yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two months later, he was sentenced to death. So, while on death As ro- he should. Okay, yeah. <laughs> while on death row, he didn't really show any remorse, so that's, I just thought I should throw that in there, that he really didn't feel bad about his crimes. Dang, that man really he- is... Garbage! Yeah, well, he did witness a murder really young, which, he that's did no commit excuse. A murder. He did commit a few murders <laughs> the, along the way. Like. But, while being on death row, um, 
he was diagnosed with cancer and died in 2013 as a result of liver failure. Well, karma's a, you know. <laughs> I'll let the rest of you figure out the rest of that sentence. No. I was gonna say meanie. Karma's a meanie. <laughs> I think this case is famous <laughs> because, first of all, it's creepy that someone was just walking into people's houses doing stuff with their corpse and, like, after they murdered them. Pretty torturously. Wasn't really- Ted Bundy, question mark? We'll get to him eventually. <gasps> no way. Probably. Is he actually attractive? Because, <laughs> like, I want to know. Like, does he actually, look like Zac Efron? Um, actually, yeah, that's probably- That's why he got a lot of girls. He's actually relative, like- Okay, the ideal serial killer. Like, I feel like I'm going to say a serial <laughs> The kill- ideal serial killer. <laughs> doesn't look like Ted Bundy. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer and Richard Yeah, Ramirez. they're supposed to look like people, like, nobodies. Not like... <laughs> Zac Efron. <laughs> like, oh, that's Zac Efron. No, I'm not. It just kills him. Yeah. But it's famous because it's scary, and with the, like, every, the rituals and, like, twisted ways that he... Rituals? Yeah, he, he was crazy, I promise. He performed rituals? Well, like, he worshipped the devil. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah. Man's is where he belongs. Well, I mean, it's pretty cool that they were able to identify the car and remember and stuff. And yeah, go props back to and that s- teenager. Wonder who he is. Today. And the woman for telling the co- what, like the type of car, and then they were able to identify him based on hey. abandoned car fingerprints. Sorry about it, Richard. Should've been smarter. Stupid. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> but he was. It was a psychological mystery of drug. He was, I don't really think it was a mystery. Well, no. It's His cousin. Well, was psychologically. Sh- like, psych- yeah, psychologically, he was raised by, like, his cousin showing him gruesome pictures and also that. being a drug addict and then shooting somebody in the face right in fit. front of... <laughs> <laughs> right in front of him. So, obviously, he had some crap in his head. Yeah. And you became a drug addict, and you know those drug addicts, they're... They, what, hit, they, just, they just hit different, like, they just perceive the world differently. That's true. Well, I mean, if you're not able to think straight. Yeah, that's what I mean. Alright, so, I'm Emma. And I'm Maggie, and you just listened to the story of the Night Stalker on Forensic Archives. <laughs>